Oh, hi. Before we begin, Dating My Mates now has a Patreon page where you can show your love for the podcast. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. You can either make a contribution or become more than friends, aka a patron, and get loads of extra content each month. Thanks so very much. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> oh wow. The mask really slips when you stop <laughs> recording. Oh, fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> Right, got you. Are we Did doing you think the, I was uh... just shit talking you? <laughs> no, I just it Who felt like Noah Frazier when he sort of goes off air and then he just completely switches. It felt like that kind of moment. An insight into the real cat. Yeah. Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I have finally got Tom. Hi, Tom. Hey, Kat. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, good. It's, uh, oh, it feels like a very radio thing to say, but it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> this is like uh fifth or sixth attempt at recording it is yeah and we might still have to scrap this one so (laughs) attempt so far in keeping with uh lows what's been not that you're a low that the process of trying to get you on you're a high what has been the highlight and low light of your day thus far oh shit i should have prepared for this um you had time i forgot about this this feature Yeah. Well, this all this is off the cuff, natural. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to become very evident that I've really prepared for the rest of it. Uh, yeah, by, by leaving your phone on loud, for example. <laughs> Sorry, that was really just... Look, I, right, my laptop's on Do Not Disturb. My phone's on silent. I've got no idea where that noise came from. <laughs> Let me just... Okay, I, that's think we've, I think we've actually been cursed. <laughs> <sighs> Right. <laughs> okay, so everything that could make noise is now shut. Other than you. Other than me. <laughs> oh, good. Perfect. It's been such a nothing day. I've just been working for I can tell you look completely yeah. dead behind the eyes when you were recalling it. <laughs> uh, everyone says it, but Highlight is talking to you, Kat. It, it truly is. Oh, is it truly? <laughs> <laughs> um there just hasn't been a low light. It's been a great day. That's really good. Oh, actually, no. Oh, this is okay. a boring, serious answer. Oh, uh, today is the day of the, the local elections. So I went to vote. Mm. Um, and I usually find it a really, like, exciting process. But today it was just disheartening. And mm. I don't know, it was just like a bit of a damp squib today. Like, I don't want to get into it too much. But yeah, I usually love voting. Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> you... I appreciate your first answer, but I also feel like I think it would drop about 90% of the people that said they, that I was a highlight if we weren't in a national pandemic where you can't see anyone or do anything. So I'm thankful for COVID. Yeah, that's really worked out in your favour. Yeah, it's an ego boost for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we met on, you're one of my Tinder pals. 
I am. And we've been lovely pals ever since. Yeah. How long now? A little while. Uh, just over two years. Is that it? Uh, what year is it? 29. Yeah. <laughs> it was like March 2019 we met. Was it? Happy friend anniversary for a couple of months ago. Thanks. It means a lot. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, so seeing as we weren't it for one another, what do you look for in someone? Um, uh, 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 right. Obviously the answer is I don't care about looks. It's, yeah, yeah. I just look for someone who makes me laugh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's just taken for granted now that you, you want someone who makes you laugh. Nobody wants to go out with a boring. I do get yeah. the odd person on here who doesn't say laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that odd. Maybe it's because they, it's so assumed. Possibly, yeah. Um, also, I think, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and for the amount of people that say humour is one of the top, I'd say, three things for them that they want in a relationship, the amount of fucking unfunny people there are in the world, like, there's more unfunny people than there are funny people. And it's, I just think, there's not many people getting their needs met on that level, unless it's just two absolute dullards getting together and thinking they're both hilarious. I was going to say, you might be projecting your high standards onto other people there, because have you seen the kind of shit that people find funny? This is Brown's Boys. Yep, MBB. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jason, no, not Jason Manford, who's the other guy? Lee Mack. Lee Mack, yeah. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I absolutely hate One of my friends, a very good friend of mine, uh, who usually is one of my... I was going to say taste sensations. <laughs> taste. <laughs> Arbiters of taste? Sure, why not? Let's go for that. So, you know, what? what's a good film on Prime? We'll recommend something to me. I love it. What's a good album? Send me albums. I love it. So I'm like, right, you've got great taste. Send me the Lee Mack podcast. <laughs> and I don't know what to think anymore. Is that they were like, oh, he's really polarising. People love him or hate him. And then I tried to make a joke trend. No, I really love him. Like, as in, I won't hear a bad word said about him. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Is that the one where he tries out uh, Eastern philosophies and yoga? Yes, I think so. I think it mm. had the word Buddhism in it. Yeah. But, Kath, if you're listening, I fucking love you. But I just didn't, it was just like hearing that, hearing that your friend's done something really dark and disgusting and got away with it, and you really think they should be put in prison for it. It was that kind of a vibe. It was, just, mm. it was a shock, you know. <laughs> I listened to him on the um, Adam Buxton podcast recently. Mm. And he, yeah, he just comes across as completely humorless. Mm. But not in a, just, not in his usual way where he's trying to be funny, but he isn't. He's like, right. he's doing this like middle-aged male comedian thing where he's trying to be like really poignant and serious. Oh, God. Him because he also makes not going out. Thank you. I, I was so close to messaging her with, have you seen Not Going Out? <laughs> mm. So you want someone with the same humour as Lee Mack, what else? Ideally, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, he the... lived with, so sorry, I've just remembered this fact. He used to live with Noel Fielding, which blew my mind. Uh, yeah, how did that come about? Comedians that got on with each other. I was like, why does Noel Fielding like him? 
Yeah, I just can't imagine them. But I'm really trashing the market. So let's let's be more positive. What things do you look for? Sorry. Um, not so much making me laugh because if you're just laughing all the time, it's not productive. You're not going to get anything else done. Um, Mm. but I like uh, daftness in a person, in a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm quite uh, like in public. I feel sort of quite self conscious and very like. Uh, care what people think basically mm. so it's nice to in like intimate surroundings with your or in private with a partner it's nice to just be daft oh silliness is yeah definitely yeah yeah so I think you've said before um that some of your like best memories of being in a, one of your past relationships is just like having dance-offs in the kitchen yeah yeah so I can't dance so yeah. But just like we've got, we've got uh, me and my girlfriend Jasmine, we've got like bits that we do, like comedic yeah. bits. Um, Which I'm sure if anyone else saw, they'd be like, uh, but for you, it's amazing. Well, yeah. So I feel quite bad for our housemate Lorna because <laughs> <laughs> she's often the unwilling audience to these bits. Um, and yeah, to anyone else, they're just nonsense. So like yeah. one of the bits is... Uh, that's like if we're if we're in the house, Jasmine walks past and she like she doesn't do this anymore because of the bit <laughs> because of the bit. But if she like, <laughs> it's so, so bad. <laughs> so like, I'll be in the kitchen like chopping an onion or something. And she'll walk past yeah. and just like give me a cheeky squeeze on the bum. Yeah. Um, and rather than just uh, swooning, yeah, I will <laughs> put on like. Um, I don't even know how to describe the voice. Basically, I'll just go, oh, my anus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and yeah, she really hates that. So she's she stopped touching my bum when I'm cutting onions now. Um, but it's just things like that, things to, to just inject a bit of humour and a bit of irreverence into everyday situations. Funny, funny, really it was a shock of it and the commitment yeah. like I love that commit <laughs> in comedy and in relationships yeah com- committant committance committal to the bit yeah yeah that's what I look for in a, <laughs> in a partner and also a really good way to stop people doing things you don't like I mean I it, it's backfired really because I quite like being squeezed on the bum when I'm cutting onions but the Uranus has backfired. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm too committed to the bit and yeah, yeah. backfired, but you, you know, you have to sacri- make sacrifices for the bit. Absolutely. I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast, but with that ex, um, my one good ex, basically. <laughs> no, I've got two. I've got two good, two not so great, two good. Um, so I got invited to go and <laughs> perform a piece of writing at this uh, very feminist evening that was put together when we lived in Hanoi, Vietnam, right? And it was so gross (laughs) and, like, up its own arse and serious and... Yeah. I've been to feminist readings in Hanoi. You don't have to explain them to me. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank God. Right. And um, 
basically I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it because I'm a people pleaser. And then I immediately got home and talked just about it, right? And basically said to my ex, I need to do something. Like I've committed to this and I said, I'll do it. And then I came up with this concept. I said, can you do some interpretive dance with me? And we'll just absolutely go wild. Like we won't even rehearse it properly. We'll just have like a few key moves, like just check we can do a frog jump for each other and things like that, right? And then I got up on the stage and I did this massive speech about the fact that me and my partner, we're going to be traveling with this piece of work soon and it's really important to us. And we just kind of want to bounce it off you guys and see if you understand the core narratives of the piece. And was like really serious. Thanks, drama school. All came out in that one moment and it was worth it, all that money. And then uh, we put on La Tigra, Decepticon. And then just went absolutely tits And then afterwards got like a standing ovation And all these really sincere women coming up Being like, the way that you bent the gender role Oh my god, it was insane And we were just like crying, laughing the whole time And then we just hightailed it out there After we got our free drink But yeah, shit like that I want someone who will do stuff like that with me And not even ask Yeah, that's what I had in mind when I was When I was giving my answer so what I'm seeing here is a spoken word piece with some movement involved around cutting onions and yeah. the metaphor of anuses. That's crying? exactly it. yeah. Yeah, Precise. weeping weeping anuses. Ani, what's the plural for anus? Mm. Um anuses. Anuses. Yep. <clears throat> Good. So you want someone that's funny, more specifically like silly not not nece- not not necessarily funny she doesn't have to be funny or silly but daft you want someone that's daft yeah okay and is there anything you look for aesthetically um not really no pretty no common thread between how any of your girlfriends have looked or anything like that <laughs> what what are you suggesting there cat what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they've got red hair, then it, yeah. they've probably got a higher than average. A leg up. Of, uh, a, a leg what, sorry? A leg up. Yes, yeah, leg up, yeah. Tattoos? Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not really something I scope out, but mm. generally women of a certain age and demographic will I'm just like more predisposed to having tattoos. It's not something I seek out, but yeah, generally. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be that creep on your bio saying girls with piercings and tattoos. Yeah, Yeah. girls with ink. (laughs) Inked girls. (laughs) So disgusting. Um, What is your biggest turnoff in a potential mate? Uh, I've got a list, actually. Good. (laughs) Didn't didn't have a list for the positives. Only the negatives. (laughs) Um, one of them, fun, that's a good segue, actually. I know. One, <laughs> one of them is trying to explain what their tattoos mean or asking what your tattoos mean. If someone's trying to shoehorn into conversation their tattoos, <laughs> that's, that's quite something. Yeah, it just shows that, yeah, I, I, I don't care about theirs or mine mm-hmm. equally. Right. Uh, don't want to talk about it. Don't want to acknowledge it any more than I'm sure you've asked me it's because you've got the words funk and soul tattooed on your knuckles so oh yeah and one looks like it says what's that about yeah 
<laughs> I think that's most people. I was in a charity shop the other day and uh, this absolute dreamy guy, he was so sweet, he was very chatty and he was staring, staring at my uh, knuckle tattoo or my finger tattoos. And I and I just thought, I'm going to play this out and see if he says anything. And he didn't. And I could tell the whole conversation was around him trying to get up the courage to say, what does it say on your hands? But I think it says fuck, so I'm not going to ask her because it might say fuck. I think if you just had, uh, if you did have fuck written on your knuckles and it was just in kind of a, a plain typeface, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be fine. But I think it's the font you've got it in. It's quite jaunty. It is jaunty. To, to have the word fuck written in... <laughs> Old block lettering. Tom, you know me. I love a jaunty foot. What can I say? (laughs) Um, And also I needed to check whether your uh, tattoo was referring to Sex and the City. Yeah, and it it sure as shit was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, fair enough. I will semi-retract my answer. Mm -hmm. If it's things like that, yeah, I'm interested in the story behind them, but I don't care about... Um, your sailor girl on your arm Sailor girl or a pocket watch That is yeah. stopped at the time That your granddad died I was going to say that because it is the thing. And I was also going to say that the sailor girl Was a picture of your grandma when she was younger Made into yeah. a sailor girl <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Yeah, it's such a thing Maybe it's just grandparents I don't care about <laughs> Yeah, fair enough that's not, that's not true, I love the elderly Um so having uh, too much of an interest in uh, Disney. Yeah, yeah. Grow up. <laughs> um, using the word adulting. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's bad. Um, being too interested in pop punk. <laughs> over the, oh, Well, okay. Having uh, an interest in contemporary pop punk. You basically don't want a 17-year-old emo girl. <laughs> Do Ideally think? not, no, no. Okay. no. Um, and the, oh, sorry, just check the list. Yeah, the final thing on the list is I once got put off um, somebody because I noticed they had a, a nationwide bank card. And was I that thought, me? Was it you? I've got, a, you nationwide got a nationwide bank card. card. Have you? What's oh, wrong with no, that? No, have you? Get a real bank account. Um, it's just... I don't know what it is. I've got, I think I've still got a nationwide account from when I was uh, a teenager, but I just think. Do you know the best thing about this? What? That was my grown up card that I got. <laughs> I was with, I'm sure I, I was with the Royal Bank of Scotland before that. See, that's a, that's a good bank. That's one of the big three. Why didn't, didn't you it, Didn't it go under? Possibly. Which, ex- yeah, fair enough. I would. <laughs> well, the nationwide. I mean, I won't put for the three hundred pounds that you get. Three hundred pounds. Free, free. Wow. The, the free one hundred pounds that you get. Okay, still good. Yeah. I, I recently signed up for um, uh, a Virgin Money bank account just to get some free wine. So a <laughs> hundred pounds would definitely sway me. Yeah. Scratch that nationwide one off the list. <laughs> then for the three hundred pounds, I just put this. <laughs> A strike through on that. Done. Cool. Is that it? Um, there's probably more. Mm. Uh, oh, I saw. I was put off somebody that I was talking to once because she used the an emoji that I didn't like. Oh my god, I'm like that. Mm. What emoji was it? Was it the crying face? 
No, it, well, it wasn't an emoji. It was um, the smiley face, but with a tear, but drawn in punctuation. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll do it. I thought you meant a winky face then. I was about to blow your mind and say, I think that's actually a wink, not a cry. But you mean the line underneath? Yeah, yes. I don't like, this is going to be great for the podcast, this emoji. Oh, oh what? I love that guy. <laughs> no, it's because there's a guy that was really gross that used it all the time and now I can't do it. What would Wait, you describe the... as the thinking, the pondering? The oh, Sher- okay, thinking. I think of it as the Sherlock Holmes face. it's the uh it's the pose that um lads do when they're in year 10 and they they go out for curry am i am i splicing it inaccurately with the monocle am i doing a double uh the thing the thinking one so again great stuff for an audio-based podcast (laughs) yeah the hand is like this rather Mm. than like that's the that's Mm. the smug year 10 but then the the thinking face has the the index fingers curled. See, I'm thinking of the smuggier ten. That's basically like if your fingers were doing a Usain Bolt. Yeah, your yeah forefinger and thumb were bolting. That's the one that I don't like. <laughs> I also can't abide the crying face emoji because oh. all you've done is go through your nose. That's the amount of laughter. It winds me up as well. That one, that one, and the cry laughing react on Facebook. Every time I see that, I'm just like, it's the... Every time I see that, I want to do an angry react. That emoji. <laughs> it seems, uh, it just seems racist. It's one of those things that aren't explicitly racist, but they have racist energy. If I see someone laugh reacting to a news article on Facebook, I'm like... Is that because they're reacting to a news article about Black Lives Matter? Oh, yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I get. I see the undertones that you're talking about there. Yeah. Not the one. Um, so your biggest turn off in a potential mate is them talking about their tattoos. Unless I've asked. Unless you've asked. Having a nationwide bank card. Asking about my tattoos. Yeah. I think any any discussion about tattoos, I think it's it's just a bit moot now. Everyone's got them. It's not interesting to discuss. Do you mean mute? No, moot. Is moot a word? Yeah. I thought it was always mute because I some, saw someone on um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills taking the piss out of someone saying moot, but was the joke that they taking the piss out of someone saying moot when moot is a real word? Sounds like it could have been. It's M-double-O, yeah, a moot point is like... Oh, oh I thought it was... I thought... Because I've only ever heard Americans say it, or oh, that's a moot point. I thought hmm. they were just saying mute wrong. Wow. Thank you for that. That's all right. Forgot to ask. And... I'm not fishing here, uh, but what was your highlight and low light of the day? Oh, good question. Highlight was definitely this. Cool. Specifically learning the word moot, I imagine. Yes, yeah. specifically that. Low light was having a sudden drain of emotion and wondering what my life is and then not being able to focus on anything. The only thing that managed to get me back in the room was a John Belushi documentary. And even then I struggled slightly. Uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's uh... <laughs> that's the second cat's bum hole I've seen on Zoom in two days. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, did you meet have you met Juniper before? I think I have. No, she's well, she goes from like being shy and just like living in, in, in solitude to shoving her anus and vagina into your face when she wants feeding or a slight bit of fuss. And then she just goes back to doing her own thing. That's me. 
<laughs> wow cat after my own heart lovely um yeah so just a slight feeling of um oh the world feels like it's dropping out of its anus why not we've said it five thousand times already um but then managing to go you are not realize that i am not my thoughts and overcome that and yeah <laughs> So, what is your best? <laughs> <laughs> what is your idea of? I think I've written these in a different order. It's thrown me. Uh oh. What is your worst dating scenario? So, if I were to suggest a date and you went, but no thanks, what would it be? Um, I've got a good answer to this because I've already lived it out. Oh, tell me, tell me. And. You know how um, every every guest who has to describe their perfect first date describes their date with their current partner. <laughs> is your worst with your current partner? My worst is with my current partner. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> was it the first date or was it a date of some? It wasn't the first. The first went well. Um, Do you think if it had been the first, you wouldn't have gone on another date? Uh, would have been quite deranged if it was the first date because it was a naked spa in Berlin. Okay. Yep. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually more of a low maintenance guy for the first date, you know? Sure. I'd go for a naked spa somewhere in this country. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had our first date and then a couple of weeks later we went to Berlin together. Um, Hang on. You've just said that you're low maintenance in your second date. <laughs> Was it the spa in Berlin? This was like the third or fourth day. Okay. So we were like at the stage where we, we knew we liked each other and I was sort of, it was still early days, so we we're still trying to impress. Um, and you don't want to seem sort of closed off or want to seem open to new things. <laughs> yeah. So we were in Berlin and, and she said like, oh, there's this cool looking spa. Hmm. Um, should we go to that? And I was like, yep, spa sounds good. And then she's like, oh, it's a, it's a naked spa. <clears throat> oh yeah yeah cool no problem <laughs> <laughs> i'm an easygoing guy I'll, I'll go to that um and yeah it was just a series of um narrowly avoided panic attacks uh while being mostly naked uh and humidity making my hair frizzy <laughs> oh i've got such a strong visual was, 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 was she finding it quite chill but you were just internally like freaking out or you both noticing that the situation was a bit awkward it was just you no it's just me oh. um when did you come clean pardon the pun <laughs> in the sauna um <laughs> were I think a few weeks later, once she had kind of noticed uh, some of my sort of neuroses, right? I, I I felt a bit more comfortable admitting my hang-ups about going to a naked spa in Berlin on our <laughs> third or fourth date. Um, was it like yeah. the, the fifth time you'd had sex through a cheat? She was like, <laughs> maybe he wasn't so comfortable being naked after all. In my defence, I think I played it off quite well. I kind of had a panic, not had, uh, I didn't have a panic attack, but I, I panicked a bit in the, um, 
changing rooms at the start because I couldn't yeah. find the way out of them. Yeah. And then I was worried about wandering back into reception nearly naked. Yeah. So it was like a big complex and you were allowed to wear uh, underwear or swimming shorts between the kind of... Yeah, got you. But if you're going in the sauna, you have to strip off completely and likewise with all of the pools and jacuzzis and things. Um, so yeah, we had to go into separate changing rooms after the reception. And then we were like, oh yeah, meet you in the other side. Um, so I had in my mind a reception like trumpets <laughs> as you were walking in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, uh, Sorry, you had to go off into separate changing rooms. Yeah, so we went into separate changing rooms. We're like, me on the other side. I couldn't find my way out of the changing room. Um, managed to find, well, I didn't find her in the end, but I like walked all around the place, went to this like quiet pool at the end. Um, and there was like a couple of people floating in there. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm just going to get in this pool and float and she might find me eventually. Um and then this person started like floating towards me and I was like, Oh no. Um, I didn't want to in, like interact with them, but it turned out it was her. Um, okay. that was fine. Why uh, floating? Why not swimming not permitted? No, it was a flotation pool. It was like a, that a makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Important part of the story. It was pitch black. So I could tell there were people in there, but couldn't tell. Oh but, fuck. Yeah. So Berlin. <laughs> yeah and because it was Berlin there was just like lots of um people who were very sort of comfortable and confident being naked mm. and I was just like walking around putting my little trunks on between <laughs> yeah. going the sauna and the the plunge pools yeah so if she suggested something like that now I would say absolutely no way yeah um but because it was early days I had to uh endure my own personal hell to try and impress somebody <laughs> Yeah, that I, oof, no thanks. Not for me. No. I would do it if me and my partner both had the same amount of angst about it and it was like a funny thing, like we're going to do this together and it's going to be awful, but let's just go for it. And we've been together for a while, but not on a, like a fourth or fifth date. I'm too chicken, too, too chicken. Couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, I think she, she massively... um underestimated my my awkwardness mm, mm. i think i've probably done myself a disservice by sort of coming across too confident in the early yeah. dating days yeah yeah and that backfired oh bless you i'm trying to think if i is that the worst date you've ever had um it's the best worst date because i mean i've had like shit dates but they don't even warrant telling the tale just boring and bland yeah yeah but it was the probably probably the most uncomfortable I felt on a date. But it made for a good story. It has, and I thank you for sharing. I'm glad that you went and had a horrible, horrible experience, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone else listening is as well. Um, what is your best dating scenario? So I'm not a I'm not a massive fan of first dates. I feel like they're just kind of a bit of a kind of a trial run just to make sure that the person is who they claim to be. Yeah. I quite like getting those out of the way in like a couple of hours, not really doing anything too high maintenance, but just yeah. kind of as a bit of a prelude to the proper first date, which is the second date. Got you. Um, 
and I quite like I'm generally against organized fun so I would I like a scenario where I can show off a bit yeah we'll do yeah so where, where is that arena for you uh it would either be a pub quiz or in the kitchen where the magic happens we did both but it was like a pals because we well we accidentally were in a pub quiz at the cardigan arms were we yeah there was one going on in front of us i think what on the first date Mm, don't know i think it might have just been a pal date at the pub i'm not sure Um, but then you did cook me a tremendous cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> I've never forgotten it. Have you forgotten it? Uh, I cook a lot of cauliflowers, mate. I can't remember okay. the one. I've never been able to get it as good as the one that you made, obviously. But you're very good at cooking. So I, was it like roast whole? It was. And there was a tar on there. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that bad boy. Needed a bit of a uh, bit of reminding. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like cooking together or, or doing a pub quiz together. Maybe even both. Or both at the same time, yeah. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Achievable now in the land of Zoom. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. <laughs> Again, cheers. We bloody love it. What is the best first date or the best date in general that you have ever been on? Mm. Sorry, I thought I'd prepared for this question, but I was just conflating it with the... You pointing at yourself there. What? Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, I went through a bit of a phase um, of... After going on a date with you, bringing girls on a date to see you perform you did actually didn't you yeah. and that yeah. wasn't intentional how how what how not intentional but no no I just oops you look good let's have a date right now and <laughs> see you at this comedy gig <laughs> um I think I was just planning on coming to to, to your gigs anyway and then happened to I think I was just trying to kill two birds with one stone I am the oyster of the comedy world. That's what they call me. <laughs> oh, funny you should say that because on the 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 one that I brought Jasmine to, she had to leave um, because one of the other comedians was making jokes about putting oysters in his girlfriend's vagina. What? And <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like. Um, it was part of a bit. He was doing like a, a, a kind of Peter Kay okay. working men's bit. And <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed it for what it was. But Jasmine's not a fan of um, feeling awkward. Right. It, like proper making her cringe. So she had to step out. Got you. Yeah, I do remember not her not her being in the other room. And then I just thought, yeah. she just hated me. <laughs> Because that's the kind of self-obsessed person I am. <laughs> well, no, she generally isn't a fan of um, live performances. So basically that was her naked spa moment. That was her naked spa moment, yeah. 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 I think, looking back, that is probably why she forced me to go to the naked spa as payback. There we go. Well, I'm glad I could be 
that for you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, who is your? I'm not even trying with these segues. I'm just launching. So, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of people who grace the stage, who would you say your celebrity crush is? Um, okay, obviously Nigella. Yes, correct answer. Um, I've probably got more um, guy crushes, celeb guy crushes, than I've got uh, woman. Woman ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on then, hit me with some of your um, male. I don't know if it's just like admiration mm. or a guy crush on uh, MC Grinder from People Just Do Nothing, but I think that might just be admiration because the the guy who plays him is so good really cool yeah 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 i get that yeah um oh riz ahmed oh really mm. i mean i think he is the i don't know i'm saying oh really because he is just like who everyone fancies at the moment is he yeah ah. yeah sorry yeah he oh my god in sound of metal woof but then I didn't like him as much when he cut off the blonde hair. Well, yeah, my my crush on him goes back to way before the sound of metal. So mine goes back to four lines, mate. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in that what... film, because he's gorgeous, but in that film he is my type. So it was just a perfect combo for me, really. What um, what your type metrics is he hitting in that film? I wouldn't normally say, oh, I go for someone with tattoos. That's not the kind of person I am. However, the tattoos... mean. The, well, this is it. The style of tattoos he had showed how much he loved his grandpa. <laughs> no, he just looked his whole look. So someone in a band, someone who's got addiction issues, <laughs> someone who's got tattoos and bleached blonde hair, someone who goes deaf and then finds himself. That is my type. It's quite a specific type, so I'm, I'm not specific. surprised. Yeah, you, uh, you were glad to find him on oh film. God. Oh, it was uh, it was like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> it's Riz Ahmed. Who else? Uh, I think just sticking with the redhead theme, um, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Been watching Taskmaster for the first time. Mm-hmm. This series, uh, Mike. Is it Mike Wazowski? No, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy from Monsters Inc. <laughs> How have they got him on? <laughs> big beautiful eye. Um, Mike Wozniak. Sorry, I was laughing too hard. What did you say? <laughs> Uh, Mike was still laughing. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> Mike Wozniak. Oh, which one is he? He looks like real life Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's another. That's yes. And he's very but, funny as well, and very polite. Because oh, it's him. I oh I feel really bad because I had a bit of a thing for him a while ago, in the sense that I probably spent about two days just stalking him on Google, but I've forgotten his name. Just a piece of meat. 
Yeah, I like the way he dresses and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... F- yeah, I'm with you on that one. Okay, so you fancy loads of people. Yeah. Good think- for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, not not really a through line. Um, again, just eclectic tastes. That's me. What red flags should I look out for with you, Tom? Um, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> let you in on a little secret i've actually been preparing for some of these questions mm. ever since i listened to episode one of this oh. uh and i i've been desperately trying to come up with uh a, a response for this which references the little red flags that you get at nando's that they stick in your chicken um i'm not shocked but i'm yet to come up with anything uh, okay good yeah so, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a chance to use that anytime in the future. But I know as a comedian yourself, if you want to workshop that into something for a set, maybe, then... That, yeah, I mean, that's my next type 10. So, cool, yeah. I yes, mean, it's thank you. Stuff. So if you want to... Sorry, it's on me, mate. Amazing. Uh, quite, quite neurotic, I think, would be one of my red flags. I've got a very sort of particular way that I um, like to do things. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really, it's pathetic stuff, really. It's like an order that I like the Tupperware to be stacked in. Yes, yeah. And if it's not done that way, I get in a huff. I'm like, hmm, well, I've determined the best way to stack the Tupperware. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone else know this? Yeah. Do you, um, so do you, when you're cooking with someone, do you enjoy cooking with them? Yeah. Do you? Generally. I mean, yeah, my neuroses aren't, exclusively about stacking Tupperware. That's just an example, Kat. Right. Because it, it went back in the days when I used to cook stuff that other people could eat, I would be like, no, you sit there and I'm in charge of the music. I'm in charge of the cooking. You just get drunk in the corner and talk to me. Yeah, I think actually thinking about it, I I don't want anyone near me when no. I'm... No, okay. Certainly not Uranus. You think that? Definitely not, no. Um, oh, I thought you were going to do it again. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I can't. So excited. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the time where I have had a date where I've cooked with somebody, mm. it was it was like a second date and it was at her house and it was a recipe that she wanted to make. Right. And I See you with the sushi. No, oh, no. Did you, oh, you kicked her out. <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. I was like, no, it needs to be done this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to be fair to her, she had uh, incredible pans and a great bit of... Oh, God, this sounds... Just... <laughs> Lovely set of copper on her. <laughs> there's, there's just no way of finishing that sentence without sounding like I'm going for some Lee Mac style <laughs> euphemisms. But yeah, she had great kitchenware, basically. A lovely... The looking spatula and a, a, a good set of pans. Let's move on. Lovely. Uh, what would you say your best feature is? I want physical, physical. and also personality. <clears throat> um, physical. This sounds um, arrogant, but I've always thought if I was on Naked Attraction, mm. I would do pretty well. Uh, mm up until the torso part i think my legs i would that would get me through Mm -hmm. um 
ideally if I was sort of turned around so you could see uh, my, my little peach rather than my penis. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess sort of my lower, my lower body, my legs, they're quite muscular. They look decent. Mm, mm. Then once, the, once the shutter sort of raises past the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> past all that yeah that's to go downhill sort of levels out again when you get like my face is all right I suppose <laughs> not it's not scaring children um well like well yeah uh yeah my legs or um quite like my hair at the minute I was gonna say you've got lustrous locks at the moment oh, I didn't know. well I was gonna see if you said it and then afterwards I was gonna say and you have lustrous locks Right. Okay. I mean, it would have been nice when we were having our little catch-up pre-recording if you just said, "Oh yeah, nice thumbs. It's really grown." I've got to save something good for the recording, Tom. Got to throw it all away. <laughs> I'm actually due to have it cut next next week, but I've got I've got quite used to it, so I'm not going to have it completely cut off. I'm just going to have it tidied up a bit, and I'm going to keep growing it. I actually started growing this before lockdown. It was when um, Rage Against the Machine announced that they were reforming. You're like, I need some hair to bang. Exactly. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> if I'm seeing rage for, let's face it, probably the last or second to last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I need to, I need to head bang because I never had long hair as a kid. And I I think I'm starting to thin out a bit now. So I was like, okay, last Make the most well you can. Unless they do an Elton. Down. They might do an Elton John and just keep coming back. Um, I it'd be great if they became the style that Elton John is <laughs> I'd see that for sure. I'd love to see Zach Delarocca at a grand piano. Yeah. Crooning. <laughs> but with no consonants. No. no. <laughs> Ideally not. No. Ideally not. Um I like the grey is it grey or is it just shine? I can't tell. Uh, both actually. I so like the grey at the end. Can't really, but I've got a lot an awful lot of greys sort of along the side. Mm-hmm. They peter out sort of mm. towards the towards the ends, but sometimes they pick up the light and I think it looks fab. <laughs> it just looks fab. Like mm-hmm. a lovely little dip dye. <laughs> Balayage, darling. Yes. I've got uh, some grey hairs and I'm really, really into them. Mm. And I've got real like red or red and orange hairs as well in mine because I was Lagange for a few months when I was younger. What, naturally? Yeah, grow out of it. So should everyone else. <laughs> Wait, for a few... Yeah, when I was when I was a phase. child. Yeah, I had, I had a phase of being a redhead when I was a child. And then it just... Because a lot of people are blonde, aren't they, when they're younger? Yeah. And then mine was strawberry blonde, red, and then really, really dark brown. Okay. Is that your natural colour now? Yeah. Hmm. Fancy that. What did that mean? <laughs> it's just weird that it's gone that dark from I know it's been this dark for so so long well forever <laughs> since I was about eight months old probably or maybe a bit I'm not sure wait so when was your when was your ginger phase when I was like up until about one probably but you were you had that color hair when you were eight months old no the ginger was up until I was about eight months old right okay oh right I thought you meant like as a like a toddler. A preteen, you had ginger hair and then it just went... No, no, no. no. Oh, right. well, yeah, that's unremarkable. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> um, how how recently did you discover your grey? I started greying maybe like 
maybe like two years ago, like the odd grey hair and now I'm getting, now it's like you can see them a little bit, but I really, really like them. Mm. Where where does it emanate from? The roots or a particular no, area? No, no, I, I don't know. It's they're all really spread out. That's the thing is it's the, it's the uh, the placement of them that I'm a big fan of because there's not loads of them, but they're all like within my hair because my hair's curly. It looks quite quite jazzy. Mm, I imagine <laughs> trendy. Like, yeah, trendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about your best feature as a person as a human? Um, I think unless I'm being neurotic, I think I'm quite calm. Mm, yeah. Um, I just like not to try and make myself sound all like cool and chilled out, but I kind of like take things in my stride. I don't, don't panic a lot. Mm. I do panic in, um, unjustified situations, I think. Mm, such um, as? I think the, the first time I, I, did it when uh when jasmine noticed was i think we'd been going out for about four months mm. and we went on holiday to kiev mm. um and we got there i completely forgot that they weren't in the eu so that so when we got off the plane mm. i didn't have phone coverage i sort of i'd saved all of the places i wanted to go onto google maps right uh, so i just started panicking mm. um completely catastrophized and I was like oh great well we're just gonna have to stay in the hotel room all week now yeah yeah and then the wi-fi didn't connect when we got to the hotel room so I was just like right I'm gonna lie down I think this holiday's a write-off yeah what I'm getting here is control issues quite loudly yeah yeah that's it yeah 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 control issues that's what yeah yeah I think I build up um sort of an idealized picture in my head of how things are gonna go I'm like that expectations versus reality. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then when they don't go that way, I, I short circuit a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It happened last year when we went camping. We went camping with a bunch of friends uh, and the, some other people organized the campsite. Mm. And I just had this idea of what the campsite would be like in my head. And I was like, mm. cool, I love camping. And we got there and it was a field on the side of a hill. <laughs> uh, and it was just pissing it down with rain. I think the gazebo that somebody bought for us all to take shelter in wasn't actually a gazebo. They'd just accidentally bought the panel for <laughs> on the side of a gazebo. <laughs> and I was just like, right, okay, this isn't going exactly as I imagined it. So I just had to go um, sit in the car and I watched videos of The Rock to, to calm down. Just yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have these like occasional panics, but generally quite calm. And yeah, I get, I I understand that. I can't abide camping; it freaks me out. I think it's because I spent so much of my childhood camping, and now I just like being comfortable. But too mm. much, I'm running towards comfort too much. Like I tried to do Wim Hof, starting out just having a thirty second cold shower. I tried twice, gave up. Not for me. Why? Why are you trying to do that? Because I'm trying to take myself back to a more ancestral way of living. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is I've actually started going outside the house. And then a level up from that was by this graveyard. There's like a really nice place to walk near where I am at the moment. And I took my shoes off, dropped those 
bloody Chuck Taylors and just started walking barefooted across this piece of grass. That's like your ancestors did. Yeah, that's called grounding, apparently, just taking your shoes and socks off. (laughs) What's this talking about? Oh, camping. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to get more back to nature because I just fucking hated nature for years. I'm quite vocal about the fact that I don't like nature. And now I'm trying to... Baby steps, don't get me wrong. Barefooted baby steps. But yeah, camping, it's, it's... The elements are not within my control. And I don't have enough things to distract me from myself. And yeah. Caravan, camper van, maybe. Also, I wee all the time. And when you wee all the time... Like you're always having to plan. I'm not someone that can go on do an hour, half hour walk and not need a wee. I'm going to have five of them. Are you not comfortable with public weeing? I don't like a danger wee. I like to be able to wee in my own time. And also then I worry that someone's going to see some toilet roll with wee on it in the middle of nowhere. It's not the nicest thing, is it? Yeah, it does. I, I feel like as a, as a townie, um, I would be judged if I was even caught weeing and I leave no trace because I just do the old <laughs> the what the, the old sh- able to get your penis out and wee thing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I see what you mean about the 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 pitfalls of public weeing yeah yeah and if you do it a lot then yeah it's going to put you off wanting to go also I'm just a bit scared that someone's going to stick their finger up my bum could happen yeah because you're really you're in a very compromised position literally you're crouching. If someone were to push you over or stick a finger up your bum, you're done for. You've got no defences because you're, you're holding on to, yeah. to not fall onto the wet grass. Yeah. yeah, but I do like it when it steams. Yeah, the steam is good. I like that a lot, actually. In fact, I'm starting to rethink this because I miss that. I might go camping one day, but I don't think we should go camping together. I think it would be absolutely atrocious. would be a nightmare. Yeah, it'd be um, awful. I've got quite a few camping trips planned this year, actually. It's not the camping that I dislike. I think it was the it were the the kind of the dissonance between what I was expecting and what I was presented with. Mm. And I just needed a bit of bit of time to to acclimatize to that. And then once it was once I'd watched my videos of The Rock making cocktails, <laughs> um yeah, it wasn't even the rock wrestling, it was on his Instagram. It was he was making margaritas with his um, motivational mojitos <laughs> once I'd watched those I was I was completely fine and um I mean we had a terrible night weather-wise <laughs> several several tents got blown away and stuff and the majority of the people wanted well they did leave the next day but I was like oh no we're here now oh there you go so you what can it get do you love a surprise then because there's no expectations and whatever happens is great Mm. Well, that's a control thing, though, isn't it? You're not in control of the situation. Yeah, I'm conflicted because, yeah, while there isn't any expectations, I will look back and think, if I was involved with this, could I have... Would have been well better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like a surprise if it's a good surprise, <laughs> basically. It's exactly what I would have done under the circumstances. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Love a surprise. That's basically me. That's why I drop hints all the time. Um, so, Tom... Yeah. On death row. Yeah. You've killed someone. Who have you killed and why? And then what are you what are you gobbling up? What are you munching on before you get sent to death? Well, yeah. Um I've again 
pre-plan this answer. Sorry to ruin the illusion of spontaneity. You could have um, just not said anything. Could have, but didn't want didn't. to. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've been planning to do this podcast for so long mm. that my first answer was going to be uh, a little-known Question Time guest called Lawrence Fox. Really? Yeah, just because I hated his little rat face. But right. since then, he's become a um, a kind of significant yes. figure. Today, he's running for Mayor of London. Um, yeah. He used to see, be on Gogglebox as well. Did he? Celebrity Gogglebox. Well, him and Amelia Fox oh. are both uh, actors, aren't they? Who's Amelia Fox? His cousin, who's also an actor. It's not him. Yeah. Um, my... This one might surprise you, actually, this answer. Um, being uh, a man in his 20s or 30s or 40s, I, my uh, pop culture landscape has been shaped by The Office quite significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and my person that I've killed would be Ricky Gervais. Is that because he made Afterlife? Oh, it's a number of reasons. It's afterlife. It's Derek. And Derek. Yeah. Life's too short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's mostly just his Twitter feed, though. Right. He's done the 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 old See, man thing. I of, know. Oh yeah. See, give me give me the Gervais Twitter insight. Well, it's well, yeah. It's his Twitter feed and his sort of more recent stand-ups, mm. and he's just doing the kind of old man weary of the modern world thing mm-hmm. and like super anti-trans and super how to put it I don't know how to put it into words really but yeah he's just like I think people have started to say that they feel like he's punching down a bit massively yeah and he was always like, yeah punching up before he's doing it under the the guise of oh uh I'm an equal opportunities offender I'll attack anyone right okay um but some people just they've been attacked enough Stop it. Fair enough. I don't have an issue with that as much as... <laughs> Fuck them. As much as I have an issue with afterlife. I do not... Under, I think it is... Oh, my God. It annoys the fucking twat out of me. Right. So he... It's so bad. Everyone fucking gobble this up. I say everyone. I mean, a lot of people. It was number one phrases on Netflix and stuff like that. And... It was so force-fed. It was him just preaching his beliefs so hard. It was so on the nose. It was everything that the office and extras and his early stand-up and just general commentary on life wasn't. It was all the nuance, all the... He treated the audience like they were intelligent people who got it. And some people got it, like us. And some people did it, and that's fine. He just... I. I I couldn't watch it. And I was really wanted to like it because I wanted some new Gervais that was great. I couldn't fucking stand it. I couldn't watch it. Um, so, you know, in Extras, is it Patrick Stewart who sort of yeah. writes script for yeah. a comedy? <laughs> yeah. He's just sort of made himself this mega protagonist and <laughs> yeah. he like, and then it any goes situation he goes into, he comes out sort yeah. of, the victor he goes to watch a football match and then England call him onto the pitch to score the winning penalty in a World Cup final and then all uh, the clothes fall off yeah 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 <laughs> afterlife just seems like that but 
Ricky Gervais has kind of like written this role for himself where yeah. he's the hero in every situation because he mm. just says what he wants. Because he doesn't believe in God. That's yeah. it. It's just be an atheist and put some some strings over a bit that's meant to make people cry. Yeah. I, ugh. That scene where he was like taking heroin in the first series and he was like, I think he soundtracked it with... Um, was it The Verve? <laughs> no, it was the the heroin band. What are they called? The Velvet Underground. Oh, I see. I don't think I even saw that bit. I no. couldn't do it. He was like so desperately trying to like, he was trying to show the downfall of the character, but at the same time he was like, but I need to make myself look really cool because I'm the actor doing this. Mm. So pathetic. I also don't trust people that like animals more than humans. And he fucking bums animals to the point where yeah. I think he might actually. Could be the case. That's where it all went wrong. Um, and yeah, all of this is ruining my ability to enjoy Stephen Merchant's The Office. Yeah, there we go. I'd kind of, I'd like to sort of get rid of him so I can still enjoy the show. Um, yeah. So yeah. That's it, basically. Let's be real. Ricky Gervais without Stephen Merchant. Shit. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, really bad. Well, uh, how would you kill him? Ooh, um... Just wrecking my brain for a funny answer. <laughs> Can't really. That's very on brand for Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, poison flan. Very nice. Very nice. Or some jelly, but that's not transparent and it has staples yeah. in it and he <laughs> swallows them. Yeah, or poisoned by the toxic tipex. Yeah. Name on the stapler in. Yeah. Or, here we go. In the cookie jar, he has a <laughs> cookie from the cookie jar. And what's that accent? Sounds Irish. Step away from the cookie jar. Jar. I don't know what is the accent on it. <laughs> Stop. Step away. Anyway, he puts his hand in there, pulls out an arsenic-laced almond cookie, biscotti, if you will. Jumps upon it, dead. Tom rejoices, and then you sit down to have your final meal of. Um, okay, starter. Mm. I think this is actually one of my first date questions as well, so I should be well versed. But I think I just changed my mind too much. I think my answer to this just depends on my mood, mm. what I've eaten already that day, and how hungry I am. Um, fickle. Yeah, that's me all over. I think starter would be samosa chat. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So smashed up samosas, um, some like chickpeas, chat masala, which uh, if any of the listeners haven't tried it, I, it tastes a bit... It's like baked beans, but better. Do you reckon baked beans? I think it's... I think the way that the, cause the, way that the chickpeas are... I think mm. it's got like, and um, it's like a spicy baked beanie, I think. I haven't had baked beans in a very long time. <laughs> I think maybe you need to revisit baked beans. <laughs> maybe. But like a, like a drier baked bean. Yeah. But it's also got a very kind of um, humany flavour to it. You know, like, you know how truffles are meant to taste like hum- human flesh? No. Yeah, people say that's the appeal of it. Like it tastes like a 
of the human body. I think chat um, masala is, is a bit like that. And it's one particular ingredient. It's like, I think it's um, black salt and it's just like a really pungent flavor. And it kind of, it's not sweat. It's not um, any other secretion. It's it just something of the human body. Yeah. Wow. So Hannibal loves truffles. Loves them. Can't get enough of them. And he would as well. He's a posh guy, isn't he? He's a very posh guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next course. Um, <clears throat> I reckon lasagna or just a nice sandwich. What would be on your sandwich today? Well, it would... It, it, oh. like, it wouldn't even be a sandwich. Ooh. It would be a soft white bap. With anything in it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'd probably go for... Do you know what? Hmm. Maybe just cheese and pickle or cheese and cheese and onion crisps mm. and pickle or maybe a bit of tomato, maybe a bit of onion. I don't know. I used to um, I used to get my mum to sort of make me, for my pat lunch, several little soft white baps, all of them with different flavours in. And I'd say, don't tell me what's in them. Fucking hell. <laughs> so I didn't have control issues then. Because I was happy to be surprised no, by the sandwich. Not, not controlling it all. Mum, you're going to get in that kitchen and every day you're going to make <laughs> several of these cobs and they're all going to have a different flavour in each of them. And if they haven't, I'm coming back and you're going to fucking do it again. Lucy goosey baby. I was given a creative freedom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was my last meal, I'd probably be too nervous to eat. I'd probably immediately shit out everything that I ate or just be too sick to eat. I mean, I had to give myself a bit of a talking to in the mirror just to appear on this podcast. <laughs> what did he say back? You know, the like the 5 a.m. sort of holding onto the sink, staring yourself yeah. in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That eye movement, that in the mirror, just, just a bit of that. Can't remember what I said. I think it was probably just an internal dialogue. It's like, you're going to be fine. Look at those legs. Look at that hair. You've got this. <laughs> From top to toe, you are the man. And then the rock, <laughs> you can just hear the rock softly in the background. How to make the Shaking a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should have thought of a better answer for the main, considering I've most of my I, career I've been working in I food. say for a man in the food industry, I'm, it, it's, it's dead boring so far. What are you ending yeah. with? Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember what they call. Oh, compost cookie. Oh my fuck! From milk bar. Yeah. Yeah. I want their crack pie. They've changed it now to milk pie, haven't they? Good on them. Well, you know. Um, I can't say anything these days. I thought you? it was. A, I thought it was a fucking wet lettuce move myself, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you had a, a compost compost cookie? No, I haven't had a compost cookie because I didn't have sugar for. Years and years and years. Uh, a la mode? What's that? With ice cream on it? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, oh, you see, I'd have the the cereal ice cream with it. The cornflakes. Oh, shit, yeah. I do really want to try that. Um, I've had... You could make that. Piece of piss. I've always... I've been tempted, but then I thought, no, I don't want to. Okay, that's I'd fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd... Have you ever tried to make ice cream? Yes. How did that go? Not great. I tried to make it with yeah. coconut milk and I didn't have an ice cream maker. But boy, oh boy, did I make it several times. <laughs> okay, so you're dead. 
What's your funeral song? Um, I think I'd have quite a few. Would you have a pretentious playlist like me? Um, No, I'm not as pretentious as you, but I think there would be... True. Kind of a... There'd be... I think I'd have like an intro song. <laughs> no pretense. Carry on, please. Wait till you hear my intro song. It would be if you smell what the rock do, 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 is cooking. Just a dash of mint. Make sure your ice is crushed. Some syrup and the rum. I keep going for mojito. Oh, you were doing you that keep... to the tune of Iron Man. I was. <laughs> also, I feel bad I keep going to mojito and you said margarita clearly several times. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm glad you picked up on it. I picked up on it way back. I just kept saying mojito. Um, as for the, the kind of sad song towards the end, the, the end credits of my life, as it were, <laughs> um, I think it would be something from... Not new rave, but that kind of era, like um, like LCD sound system, maybe some sort of. Oh, I was thinking of like set you free. <laughs> <laughs> Hot chip, whatever the guy's called, is it Alexis from Hot Chip? He's got a good sort of funeral song voice when he goes when he goes a bit soft. Um, yeah. It wouldn't be that. LCD are good for funeral songs. I've had a couple on here, and I know a few people that uh, in my life who won't appear on the podcast because they respect their own privacy whose songs are lcd sound system i'm glad you're not one of them by the way thank you <laughs> well <laughs> it I, it would be but jasmine's already bagsied um dance yourself clean that's my um, sisters is it yeah i plan on defying the odds and uh outliving jasmine so i can dance on her grave so i can't use the same funeral song that she's had that's so nice. Yeah, it's romantic. Um, I think uh, I would go for Sebastian Tellier, La Ritonelle. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's French. Hang on. Can I just check Google pronunciation? La Ritonelle. <clears throat> don't even know what it means. It means La Ritonello. La Ritournelle. Ooh, sounds better. La Ritournelle. La Ritournelle. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. It sounds like the end credits of a like an indie film. Hmm. I think any kind of pop with pathos, I'd call it. Oh, pathos pop. Can't get enough. Like, uh, what's the Daft Punk song called? Vocardis? Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Um, Yes, sad but catchy. Parisian pop pathos. The three Ps. Can't think of anything funny to say. Brilliant. The three Ps. <laughs> <laughs> so, had you finished what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, oh. No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you changed the question before I got a chance to interject and kind of turn the tables on you. Um, but going back to the previous question about the, 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 the meal, mm. it reminds me of a similar question that I ask my, uh, my co-dators. Um, Fucking hell! My, my dating collaborators. Sure. Um, if you could plan a, a night out through any fictional venues, which venues would you hit up? 
Okay, so this is where the recording stopped last time and we'd said something really funny. So now I feel like anything I say is going to be shit because it's like, I was saying this to my friend the other day, Run DMC had recorded, I can't remember which song it was, but they'd recorded the song and then it got lost. So they had to re-record it. So even though it became a massive hit, they were like, no, it's shit, because it was never as good as the original. And that's what I'm scared is going to happen. But also, like you, I've had plenty of time to think of a good answer. Should have remembered you, but probably going to ask me. Can't think of anything. And I probably asked you this on our on our real life date as well. And I imagine you came up with an answer then. Oh, really? Probably. What's the question again? <laughs> if you could plan a a night out in any fictional venues from television that was it. Uh, books cinema oh, books. um just any well, any fictional text because i said i remember saying last time that uh oh jack rabbit slims must be a really popular one yeah um right films books preferably not books because i'm not very well read so the references would be lost on me fair enough um, so a whole night out. I mean, if I was going really on the nose, and why not? I would say. So I think what I would do is I would I'd go for a meal with John Travolta in Jack Rabbit Slims, have a little bit of a dance, which would then get me in the mood to go and have a dance with the really fit version of him from Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would go home with Danny Zuko, or would I wake up with Danny Zuko? It's, Danny Zuko is really boring, though, isn't he? He just goes, eee! <laughs> <laughs> and no. looks fit in sweats. <laughs> That's the fonz. No, he does that. He's, uh, he's got that energy to him in the film. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> Where did it from? Yeah, I always remember from Greece is the um, the cartoon hot dog and the milkshake or whatever it is. Oh God, I can't remember anything. This question's really thrown me because I want. Yes, know I feel. Uh, it's like I've forgotten all films ever, other than <laughs> something with John Travolta in it, which I'm remembering incorrectly. I certainly wouldn't go home with the Scientologist version of him. That's all I know. No, no way. No. Um, oh, did you hear that? Is that your knee clicking? Yeah, it was my knee. That was a good guess. Could have been my hip, but no. <laughs> any joint. <laughs> you know my joints well. Um, I. Well, what would yours be? Um, right, start off at the Queen Vic. Um, but like mid, sorry, not mid, early noughties Queen Vic. So you've got... Uh, when did Batman. the uh, EastEnders film come out? Well, I did say I did specify any sure. fictional text. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, Barry, Pat, and uh, what's the guy called? Roy. He'd be there. All of them. Phil Grant. They're in their heyday. Peggy would be running the gaff. Or she would. Just a couple of drinks there, and then I'd move <laughs> on to um, uh, Vesuvio from The Sopranos. And then you'd end in Chasers. Then I'd end in Chasers. Yes. Too. Okay. I'll meet you, you in on Chasers. A uh, yeah. Absolutely. He's a quid. Yeah. One free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So meeting you in Chasers after I've gone 
to the Saturday Night Fever dance floor. And before that, I've gone to Shack Rabbit Slims. But Danny Zuko is going to come with me to Chasers. Not the guy from Saturday Night Fever. Mm. It's a bit amateur for him, isn't it, really, Chasers? Yeah, it is. He's a bit of a player, though, whereas uh, Zuko's more committed in the end. That's true, yeah. And he's got a flying car. Yeah. Yeah, girls really go for the flying car, don't they? (laughs) Shallow. So, Tom. Yeah. After our date, would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, I'm in two minds. I feel like after you rejected me after our real date, I could, yeah. I could be um, a could petty be little ghost. Yeah, sorry, that's it, petty. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I won't do that. Okay. I think we will have a lovely. What was the third option? Was that the friendship? No, the third one was ghosting, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Right, it, not ghosting. No. Blossom the, into romance. One night stand. Ghosting. Oh. Well, one night stand if history's anything to go by. Right, you say, 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 one night stands. Well, I guess, yeah, it's not going to be romance, is it? Cool. Cool. I'm glad. Coolie <laughs> Have you had a nice time? <laughs> yeah, that was really worth the seven months we've waited to do it. Was that genuine? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I know. I can care. I can care. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a delight. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. I massively appreciate it. And thanks to the guys at Digit Music as ever. Go follow them at digit underscore music and I'll pop a lovely little picture of Tom on the Dating My Mates Instagram page and you can go and follow him he's actually really funny I don't know why I said that like that thanks so much again for listening (laughs) and I'll see you again nope you're here for me in a week's time